Well, Dan, I don't have a dream. I just want to make money. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, welcome in. We're going to be taking care of business here. If you're a new listener, welcome. This is where every week we unpack listener questions. We talk about how to find or create work that is meaningful, fulfilling, and profitable. How to do something every day that you're excited to do. Well, we got some questions today that are going to kind of challenge that philosophy. But welcome to the 48 Days Radio Show. Hey, and we show you how to do that in 48 days. Thus, the acronym 48 Days. We know you can change your life dramatically in 48 days if you create a plan of action and execute it. All right, here's some of the questions. Dan, I have a mental block that's preventing me from applying for jobs. And then the one I alluded to here, I have no dreams other than to somehow develop some entrepreneurial angle to make money. I don't like people, so this makes it harder to make anything work. Well, what do you think? Can you be successful without liking people? We'll talk about it. Dan, I'm a barber, and I have a small one-man shop in a small town, but I'd like to be a coach. Somebody says, how can I put myself in that top 5% of real estate agents without having to spend all my time and money on marketing? And then what I want to get to, this is a great question about a business opportunity. She says, what are your thoughts on the Amazon Delivery Service Partner Program? I mean, that's, you see trucks all over the place. A lot of those people are independent people who have chosen to do that as their business opportunity. So I tell you how that works and give you my thoughts on that. Quotation today comes from Steven Tyler. Hey, you recognize that name? Lead singer of Aerosmith. He says, if you don't have a dream, there's no way to make one come true. Well, that seems pretty self-evident, but I love that. If you don't have a dream, there's no way to make one come true. Our resource for this week is our upcoming 48 Days webinar. We got a free masterclass coming up on July 15th. You can register and do that at one o'clock or seven o'clock central time. It's going to be five reasons big dreamers get stuck and how to blast through them to success. Now we've got some recurring themes that show up in the things that get people stuck. You'll hear some of them today. I'm going to address a couple of them even in here today, but five reasons big dreamers get stuck and how to blast through them to success. Again, if you just go to 48days.com slash webinar, you'll find the information on that. Free class, 48days.com slash webinar. Now, last week, I, I let off with a question from Mike, and it alluded to the title that we used last week, Can I Be Successful Without Being a Jerk? Where Mike said, you know, I'm not that hard-driving, go-get-in-your-face, opinionated, high-pressure kind of person. Is there any chance for me to be successful? Well, we unpacked that, had a lot of feedback from you. Thanks for that. And certainly uh, affirmed the idea that you don't have to be a jerk. You don't have to be that hard-driving kind of person to be successful. Well, Mike has a kind of a follow-up question to that. He says, I know how The Strangest Secret had an incredible impact on your life and it shaped everything from the boy that listened to that in the barn to now. I want to know how you were able to develop that kind of faith belief that you really could become what you think about. 
Now, the the central theme in that little recording that I listened to as a 13-year-old Ohio farm kid is we become what we think about. That's the essence of the strangest secret. We become what we think about. Okay, Mike says, I know we all believe it, but it almost sounds too easy. We're skeptics at heart. How did you implement this belief? I want to take Earl Napoleon's Earl Nightingale's simple 30-day test and each day give more of yourself than you've ever done before starting Friday, July 2nd through July 31st. Well, that's pretty cool. Are we right now the sum total of our thoughts to this point in our lives? How did you overcome that one-inch wood block you mentioned recently that stops us from doing something? Well, great questions, Mike. I want to give you a couple examples here. And it's not something where you just flip a switch and start believing that. Somehow, I did believe that. As a poor farm kid, I just somehow thought, I'm going to try, I'm going to experiment with that philosophy that we become what we think about. So if I control what I read, what I listen to, what I think about, what I spend time focused on, can that draw me to a higher level of success in what I experienced? And I found that to be true, and I've proven that over and over and over again, And it's just, it becomes easier with practice, actually. But if you find yourself being skeptical, that's where you have to exercise your will, your faith, your belief, whatever you want to call it, however you want to frame it. Yes, you have to step into that and believe that it's possible, that you're going to go toward what you are desiring, go toward your dream. Now, here's a couple examples here. Frances, who's in the 40 Days Eagles community, and I know you are as well, Mike, she put up a a picture recently, you may have seen it, of a check. It was a check for $500. She said, this check is proof that the Think and Grow Rich book study is proving helpful in my life. Now, again, if you're a listener, uh, I've mentioned on here that in our 40 Days Eagles community, we're going through a year-long study of Think and Grow Rich, where the fourth Monday of every month, I go through a chapter. So I just went through chapter on organized planning just this last week. But once a month, I go through a chapter, and we're hearing story after story after story in our community about people who are saying, oh my gosh, this really does work. I, I'm trying this, and it really makes a difference. Um, we've had some real specific stories about how people have just set out a belief on a particular thing, even a particular dollar amount, and then have had that happen amazing stories. But Francis got this check for $500. She says, as we've been studying the book, I've been trying to speak out my positive statements every day. Back in March, a fan of mine, now she's a pianist, she's a musician. She says, a fan of mine told me about a contest for songwriters sponsored by a local organization looking for a soundtrack for their promo video. We had to write music before we even saw what the video would be. I decided to give it my best shot, so I sent my creation into the organization, didn't think about it much thereafter, then found out a few weeks ago my music was selected. And then she says, today, when she posted this, I received a $500 check as the award. Now, Francis continues, this isn't about the award as much as it is about changing my mindset and speaking out positive statements that have come from my heart, and then seeing them actually come to pass. It's the third award now I've received as a songwriter, and I'm quite excited to see what lies ahead. Now, here's another thing Frances did. Now, she's used to having one big Christmas concert, where she has it in a really nice you know, concert hall, lots of orchestra as a musician, and then she is the featured soloist you know, on the piano. Well, she couldn't do that last year because of 
The pandemic didn't do that last year. She's kind of been pushed, you know, off what she normally does as a musician. But here's what she did do. Now, she scheduled this for June 30th, which was just this week. June 30th, she scheduled a small gathering in her home as a private concert. $50 a seat, and it sold out instantly. She said, oh my gosh, you know, I've got people who would have always come to the big concerts. They can't do that. What if I just had, you know, what if I had 15 of them come to my house? I mean, just think about that. This is an example of how we adapt, how we pivot, how we just decide what does this make possible? We've got lots of things like that going on. Now, Joanna and I are going to do an event right here at our home in September. We're going to do it for six couples. Now, Again, we're used to doing large events. We're used to doing things at the sanctuary. Lots of you have been there. You know, we usually have 60 people there at a time. That was kind of the max capacity that we had. And we would sell those out, seven of those every year, different kind of events that we would have. Well, we haven't been doing those now. Multiple reasons for that. But of course, we moved. We're in a new location. And people haven't been get, getting together for those live events anyway. So we're going to do one in September for six couples. And that's only 12 people total. I'll be giving more details on that uh, shortly, but we're going to title that Loving, Learning, and Earning, and talk about the practices for thriving in your marriage and in your business. Just let's adapt. So, Mike, in response to your question, we just do something. Experiment with your belief. Have something that you want to accomplish. Create a plan to do that. Of course, this is not about just you know sitting on a stump and hoping things change in your life. No, create a plan to do that as I know you know how, and then see what happens. But don't let your skepticism, don't let your pessimism, your practicality, your that's not realistic, nobody's ever done that before, hold you back. You've got to get past those things and go on. All right, now I got just a kind of a fun tidbit here, but also something I know just breaks my heart when I see people taking advantage of it anyway. And this is one of those where it certainly could happen. My longtime friend, Mike Sparks, who's a Tennessee state representative, a great story there. He started coming to my little Monday night seminar years and years ago. He was working at Nissan at the time, and he had a dream. He had a dream about getting into the car business, and I encouraged him to do that, even though he was leaving a job where everybody thought he was nuts to leave because he had you know, security, a vested pension, and all those kind of things. Well, he left and has had a remarkable journey since then, but he's a Tennessee state representative now. Didn't have a college education at the time. He does now, but he didn't then. And all those things that people would see as obstacles hold him back, no, he just started walking toward his dream. It's been amazing. But he just got a, uh, an email that told him one of his businesses had recently won an award for the 2020 Best of Smyrna Award in the auto dealers, dealers category. And this was an award put out by the U United States Commerce Association and congratulating him on his award. Now, fortunately, Mike's savvy enough as a business person to do a little research and discover that the United States Commerce Association is a, a phony organization. It, it awards any company anywhere that distinction of being the best in their category if they buy a $180 plaque. I mean, it's just, there's no much, there's nothing more to it than that. Now, here's one that I received uh, one time. It was really tickled me, but it had my name in the, in the link, in the URL. 
And uh, I'll, I'll give you what the link is. I'll put the note, the link in the show notes. But it says, welcome to our inner circle is how it started out. It says, Dan, Continental Who's Who recognizes and empowers executives, professionals, and entrepreneurs in a multitude of industries around the world. Dan, you've been selected for inclusion with the Continental Who's Who. Recognition of this kind is an honor shared by talented individuals who hold knowledge and experience in a particular field, demonstrate a commitment to excellence, and seek career advancement or enhancement. And it goes through, you know, I fill out a short little thing there. There's no cost to register. Uh, Pending our approval, you will be published with Continental Who's Who. Now, just as an experiment, I went to the URL, and it's cwwbiz.com, but I'll put a link where I actually have my name in there. But what I did is I put in my eight-year-old granddaughter's name in there and just refreshed it. I put her name in, and it came up immediately. Juliet, you've been selected for inclusion with Continental Who's Who. Recognition of this kind is an honor shared by talented individuals. Exactly the same thing that it had for me. And it goes on. You know, Juliet, to begin, please enter your contact information in the form provided. Uh, Juliet, we ask for your phone number solely to review your biographical information with you before it's published. Registration is free, pending, and now here's what happens. So you click through, see your personalized greeting, hear the audio message complimenting you. Juliet, we're, you know, we love that you've taken action on this. You know, we're going to, okay, so here's, here's what actually happens. A few minutes after you complete your application, you're going to get a phone call commending you on the contributions you've made to worldwide peace, global warming, and eliminating poverty. So they would call my eight-year-old granddaughter and compliment her on how she is contributing to worldwide peace, global warming, and eliminating poverty. And then they offer to let you become a full member of this elite network of of successful professionals for only $750 for a lifetime membership or $500 for the first five years. Now, if there's any hesitation, the editor of this prestigious organization mentions that, well, now, Dan, I thought you were a decision maker. Now, you can, like I did, have some fun with this. You can put in your own name, or I put my granddaughter's name in, see your personal invitation to this elite organization, or you can put in your dog's name, or the town drunk, or Adolf Hitler, if you want to. Now, I love to see creative business marketing, but I cringe when I see these things that play in someone's ego, and then attempts to sell them the honor that was bestowed on them. I mean, beware awards that appear out of the blue. I mean, you may be notified that you're the man of the year and you're going to be allowed to be in who's who in American colleges or that you were left $15 million by a former prince in Nigeria. I mean, watch out. They're just after your money. Don't let your vanity, don't let your ego empty your bank account. I mean, my mother-in-law paid hundreds of dollars to have her award-winning poetry included in published books of poetry. She was actually pretty good, but the quality of her work is not what got her published. It was her willingness to write those checks repeatedly. All right. Well, incidentally, we'd like to here at 48 Days give you an honorary doctorate from the 48 Days University of Hard Knocks. Now, if you'll just send $97 in for shipping and handling, we'll, we'll get that right out to you. Well, obviously, I'm being facetious, but just be used... Discretion 
use your good sense. Use common sense when you see these kind of things floating around there. There's lots of them. There's a lot of people who spend their time praying on people, knowing that there are going to be some who, in fact, follow through. And uh, not the kind of business I would recommend. Well, Dennis says, what is my issue about finding a job? Hello, Dan. I have a mental block that has prevented me from sending out resumes. I can get the resume adjusted for each job, get a cover letter written, both of those into an envelope addressed and stamped, and I cannot seal the envelope and bring it to the post office to mail it. The envelope will sit there until I go in and replace the outdated cover letter with one having the latest date, get everything back in the envelope, and then I still can't mail it. How can I figure out why I cannot send the resumes out? This would be my first job since graduating. Over five years have expired since I graduated from college. I could use the excuse of my being the caretaker for my father who has Alzheimer's, but that isn't the full truth as he's only been affected in the past year. So I have an excuse, but for the past year, my sister's been here as well, so I could have been working, finding the work I love. I love kittens, so I thought about preparing resumes for the vet offices here, but I never send the resumes in. I just couldn't. Why can't I send the resumes out and get myself a job that I can love? Now, I mentioned, Dennis, that on the 15th of July, I'm going to be doing a webinar on the five reasons dreamers get stuck. Wow. The first one of those is fear of failure. Now, let me just unpack that one a little bit. I'm going to be covering the others in the webinar. But the fear of failure is the number one. Fear of failure, I mean, fear of giving up what you have now. You know, fear of not being enough, not knowing enough fear of wasting your time, fear of other people's disapproval. I mean, there's nothing more crippling than that fear of failure. I've seen otherwise intelligent people who are so afraid of failure, they let idea after idea pass them by, only to then regret their inaction. If only, if only I would have. Now, as a dreamer, you've got to remember this. Don't fall in love with your plan Fall in love with your dream. Be willing to change your plan. If you have this fear of sending out resumes, can't force your hand to get them in the mailbox, try something else. There's a lot of other things you can do. You know, you can put them in a FedEx package if you want to, or you could just walk into places and hand them to them. I mean, that's a pretty successful method these days when companies are so desperate to find people. I mean, we know that, I mentioned last week that in the month of April, 649,000 people left their positions, left their retail positions in the United States. 649,000 people. Their companies, I mean, there are signs everywhere. I mean, you don't have to be, well, I mean, you, you need to be good, but you don't have to be a superstar to get a job instantly. These days, you can just go out and walk in and people are going to hire you. But I'll talk a little bit more about this thing called failure. Failure, even in what you're describing that you've experienced with your inability to get those resumes in the mailbox, and doesn't mean that you're not capable of success. It just means that you haven't yet discovered the plan that will work. So don't give up in that dream of doing something meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Just 
tweak the plan you had for accomplishing it. Now, sometimes we don't realize, you know, that this really is fear, but fear, fear is a mindset issue. Now, what's happened with you having let so much time pass, five years, that fear can really accelerate. I mean, if you go for more than 30 days without working, we tend to start feeding ourselves negative information. Nobody wants me. Nobody's hiring. I'm not good enough. I don't have anything to offer. Who would want me? You know, those things can really compound. You got to break that cycle. You're going to have to do something to change that mindset, to get out there, have a little bit of success. You know, if you just put out one, break that cycle. Uh, recently, we had on our, as our Monday mentor training, Ruth Sukup, who is the author of the book, Do It Scared. And we looked at different reasons that we get stuck. And one of my big takeaways from that training was that action is an antidote to fear. It doesn't have to be a big action. Even a small step can help you start to overcome your fear. You know, I talked about a book uh, Julian Smith wrote a few years ago called Flinch. And in there he talks about anytime we get ready to do something we've not done before, ooh, we cringe, we flinch. And he used in there the example of like getting in a cold shower. You know, ooh, you just cringe when you know you're going to step in there. Well, you experience that, but take something like that and go ahead and do it. And you realize, geez, this isn't going to kill me. Yeah, I was, ooh, kind of took my breath away for about three seconds, but then it's just kind of invigorating. And I did that in, in talking about that book. I decided, hey, I need to experiment that with that myself. There's been a lot of other things where I've gone through the flinch to get into what I'm doing. One time I started a business, and it was uh, doing auto accessories on cars. It was just an idea that I had. I'd never done it before, but I thought, hey, I could do that. It was back when, you know, you would put pinstripes on a car and put a dorage guard and wheel up molding, just things to fancy it up. And so I went out and presented myself as the expert in doing that. And the first guy I called on, Carlot, says, yeah, I got these seven cars I want it done. And I said, um, hey, that's great. Man, I'd be happy to do that. I'm pretty booked up today, but I'll come back tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock and get those done for you. Well, I didn't have anything planned the rest of the day, but I mean, I was terrified. I thought he's going to discover, you know, I'm an imposter. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never done this before. So I went home, I was sick the rest of the day. And then the next morning I went back at eight o'clock, did those. He stood right there, talked my leg off while I was doing them, watched me. And I thought, this is the worst scenario ever. But he didn't know that I didn't know what I was doing. I was the only one that knew. I did it. He loved my work, became a great customer and a great friend by just moving through that flinch. Now, I want to, I want to, Pose one other thing here, Dennis, before I move on from your question. This terror you've got about getting your resumes in. One other possibility here, and that is, since you're listening to this podcast, you, you probably recognize I'd have a hard time putting those resumes in the mailbox as well. I would cringe, pull my hand back, and I'd go home and be sick the rest of the day. Maybe you really don't want a J-O-B. That's okay. That's a legitimate choice. But the option is not to just keep sitting at home. The option is then create a plan for the work that you would enjoy. Now, you know that you know, I end every podcast by saying, you know, thanks for being part of this community where we believe without a shadow of a doubt, we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. You don't have to go get a job. If that's 
if you're terrorized of doing that, maybe it's because you don't really want a job. But if that's true, then choose another option to that to still be responsible, start creating income, doing something that you love, move into that. But again, make sure that you sign up for a webinar coming up. Go to 48days.com slash webinar. Sign up for five reasons dreamers get stuck. How to blast through those things. All right, here comes a question. No name on this. Now, I've got an email to return to let him know that I'm going to discuss it, but no name given. Dan, I've taken all your tests and previously read most of the books you recommend on your reading list. I have no dreams other than to somehow develop some entrepreneurial angle to make money. My age and physical health are failing me. What do you do if, you, if one finds that they just don't fit in any group or occupation? Unfortunately, I'm an extreme introvert. I don't like people, so this makes it harder to make anything work. Any thoughts? No name. Well, no name. <laughs> Interestingly enough, there's actually a whole lot of things you can do today where you don't have to have contact with people. I mean, you really can. I'm going to give you a kind of a formula to walk through here so you can unpack this a little bit. But let's just take an example. Um, my son-in-law recently made a couple wood duck boxes. So they realized there were ducks around where they lived, their property here in Venice, Florida. And so he made a wood ducks box and there were wood ducks in it the same day, that fast they came and then laid eggs there and birthed their little babies in the boxes. Let's just say, I just pulled that as an example. Let's just say that uh, you have some interest in that as well. And you realize that these wood duck boxes are selling for $80. So you do a little bit of research. You figure out where you can purchase these for $20. You know, you get somebody who's a little craftsman and who makes these. And so you experiment by just posting. You can do it on Craigslist or Facebook or Etsy or eBay. There's a whole lot of places you can post something like this just to get some traffic and test an idea. And so you have one that's green and one that's red and one that's yellow. And you price them at $39.95, at $69.95, and $97. And you start to track the results to see what sells better. Oh, it's the green ones at $97 that actually outsell everything else, every other option. So you narrow down to that. You say, okay, those are the ones I'm going to promote. So you get a supply of those, you promote those, people order, they pay for them, you ship them, you never see or talk to a customer. Now you can do that all day long. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of ideas for what you can actually do to do that. But here's the thing, there has to be more that drives you than just making money. You can't, you're never going to survive with the layout that you're giving here. Oh, you don't have any dreams. You know, all you want to do is just make money. Nah, it doesn't work. If that's really true, you'd be better off. Golly, I'm trying to think of a position that you could get. I mean, you can walk down the street somewhere here and get a job where you're putting nuts on the ends of bolts. You don't have to talk to anybody and you get an hourly wage. I mean, you can do that without having any passion for it and just get a paycheck for it. Obviously, it's going to be very low, but you really can't do something on your own. Even like what I described, if you don't think you're doing work that matters for people who care, you're going to burn out. I don't care if you're making $300,000 a year. 
So I want to back you up a little bit. Even with what you describe, and there's no real red flags. I mean, you, you don't have to change who you are. But start with your curiosity. There's got to be something. You say you don't have any dreams. Okay, let's, let's bypass that. But there's got to be something that you're curious about. Follow that curiosity into what then can become a passion. Oh, wow, this really is enjoyable. You do enjoy researching and studying this. Grow that into something that people would recognize as a talent. You see a need. You see an opportunity in the marketplace. You create a plan. Wow. You start acting in that plan. Now you are doing something that you care about for people who care. That's enough. I mean, you can do that. I mean, you don't have to think that you're going to change the world, but you can do your own little part if you follow that. Curiosity, passion, talent. You see a need. You create a plan. Boom. That can be your purpose. So don't cut yourself short by thinking you're just going to find something to make money. No, go through the process, follow your curiosity. There's got to be something that would be personalized, personally important for you so that you can really flesh this out just like you're talking about. Then, then the money will come. I mean, you really can do it in that way. Well, just a couple more here. We're going to jump on we wrap things up but anyway thanks for you know listener thanks for submitting your questions obviously i love these questions love 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 seeing the questions that we can kind of discuss together unpack have fun hopefully encourage others who are hearing about your situation you got a question or success story you want to share just shoot those into me at askdan at 48days.com again that's askdan at 48days.com all right, Jeff says, I'm a barber and I have a small one-man shop in a small town. I've been in this business for six years. I love what I do because I enjoy connecting with people. I would like to start a coaching practice part-time and work it into a full-time income in five years. After five years, I can then choose to continue barbering part-time or quit it altogether. I've never been super interested in hair or aesthetics, but I knew when I got into the business, I would do great with the people part. I think I could be a good coach with more training in a community. I'm considering joining the 48 Days Eagles community. All right. Well, Jeff, the fact that you do enjoy connecting with people, and this is the exact opposite of the previous question, but the fact that you do enjoy connecting with people opens up all kinds of doors for you. I mean, anything in selling requires a four-step process. Number one would be you know, 40% of the process is developing rapport and trust. 30% is then identifying the need. Do they need what you have? 20% is your product presentation. 10% is what we call gaining commitment. I mean, that's the selling part. So you then get to choose what product or service you truly care about. If it's cutting people's hair, fantastic. You know, you're doing that already in what you describe. Those, that four-step process, developing rapport and trust, identifying the need, present your product, service, solution, and then gaining commitment, boom, you're already doing that. If that is in coaching, then that means you've got one other possibility to explore. Now, by all means, you can join me for the July 15th webinar. It's one of four we'll do this year. And on that date, we're going to have a special offer for joining the 48 Days Eagles community. I mean, do it at that time. We'll only do it four times a year. Now, in that community, we have a lot of coaches there you can learn from. And of course, we do have specific training programs to help new coaches get in the game quickly and profitably. Now, if you're serious about being a coach, you certainly don't need a five-year timeline to ramp up. 
mean, if you're clear on your area of expertise and focus, you can be generating more income in six months than you've ever dreamed of as a really great barber. So, hey, you're on the right track. Just explore it. Go a little deeper so you can really understand how it would fit for you. Justin says, Dan, um, on last week's podcast, you were responding to another Justin about getting into lawn care. And the part that stuck out to me was when you said to go deeper with existing clients. Well, thanks to COVID stimulus money, I was able to finally invest in myself and I'm currently going through a realtor course. One thing I know is that historically, realtors have spent a lot of time and money on marketing. And I've been wondering how I can put myself in the top 5%, as you say you've done as a writer, to put yourself above that $40,000 average that writers make. However, I think a lot of realtors think, well, that's the way we do it because that's the way it's always been done. And you've helped me see that there's not just option A or B way of doing things. I know there's also option C, D, E, F, and so on. So my question is, in this old business of real estate where there's an extreme amount of competition, how can I put myself in that top 5% without having to spend all my time and money on marketing? What are the things I could do to go deeper with existing clients beyond just selling houses or getting friend and family referrals from them? As always, thanks for your help, Justin. Well, hey, that's cool, man. Congratulations on uh, taking this time, the pause in the action here to get new training as a, a real estate agent. And I, I love real estate. I mean, I really do. Now, you're exactly right. Most realtors do things exactly the same way. They spend a lot of money to get their face out there. They do things that don't work in a thousand ways, but uh, there are a few who have figured it out. Certainly, certainly there are that. You know, the, the realtor that Joanne and I used for our place here in Florida that we bought last year continues to give me updates every few days because he asked me, you know, are you interested in any other properties? You know, have you thought about any, you know, commercial property? Are you interested in houses you can invest in? And I gave him some categories, you know, I'm really intrigued by the idea of, of taking an existing commercial building. There's so many of them vacant now and recon, re, reconfiguring it into a entrepreneurial incubator, a place where small businesses could start. We could have shared services, brainstorm together and all that. And so he's feeding me those kind of properties and it's mind blowing. It's really exciting to see all the possibilities that are there. So he's good. And I've already I've set him up because of, is because of the great job that he did. My goodness, I don't know how many referrals we've given him with other people that are now working with him to find properties as well. So that's the usual kind of thing, but certainly a way that he's going a little bit deeper with his, his existing clients, which is one of the things I recommend. I want, want you to go check out Jeff Jones. Just go to Facebook and just look up Jeff Jones Drummer. Now, the reasons it's it's Jeff Jones' drummer. Jeff is from Alabama, and he was previously the drummer with uh, Big Daddy Weave. And uh, we had some connection with them. Uh, they used to listen to my podcast on the bus, um, Big Daddy Weave. But Jeff left that so he could spend more time at home. He is a realtor, and he is crushing it. He does hilarious, but really great videos of what he's doing. Just videos of putting a sign in somebody's yard, videos of, you know, here's the new owners of the home, but they're really engaging videos. And I mean, that puts him in that top 5% category. Trust me, easily, but check out Jeff Jones drummer on Facebook. And then also 
go to buyreferralonly.com. That's Joe Stump. Uh, Joe Stump, that last name is S-T-U-M-P-F, strange spelling. Um, Joe's been in this game a long time. He helps realtors understand the power of asking for referrals properly. He says, once you've sold three houses, you should never have to go cold calling for new listings again. And he's got a program that helps you do that. So check out by referral only. Yeah, there there are really some great resources out there to put yourself in that small 5% category of real estate agents. I mean, most real estate agents, frankly, are just professional visitors. They don't really even understand the process of selling that I just went through a second ago here to really walk people through to make a decision. I mean, we looked at a lot of houses where we met some really wonderful people who are the real estate agents who never did any qualifying questions, never asked us how serious we were, never asked how to get in touch with us. They just were nice people who just showed us houses. And I thought, wow, what a, what a waste of time. Well, you don't have to be like that. You can stand out really easily. All right, now here's this question I want to deal with. And this question comes from Eunice, who says, thanks for all you do. My question is on behalf of a dear friend who is passionate about entrepreneurship and is desperate to move from being an employee to running his own business full time. He currently sells cars and does a lot of side hustles, but these are not generating enough money to leave his day job. He'd like to apply for the new Amazon Delivery Service Partner Program which aligns with his passion for building teams, operations, and just doing his own thing. What are your thoughts on this business, please? Thanks so much for all your help. Well, thanks for your question. And, and here's the deal. This is a real, a real business opportunity where you start your business. It requires about $10,000 to start, but you can look easily and see what the anticipated income is going to be. The average income for somebody who's done this is $63,874. The top earners are making $171,000. So you can just see kind of there, but this is not something where they just say, well, we'll take your $10,000 and we hope it works out okay. No, this is a pretty rigorous application process to get you up and running. Now, here's how this is positioned. I mean, if we take working a regular job, in No More Dreaded Mondays, I have a continuum where I show the kind of work models that we have today. So we've got just a traditional job. You show up at 8 o'clock, check out at 5, two weeks vacation, 401k, 401k contribution, those kind of things. And then all the way at the other end, we've got you know something really entrepreneurial, no structure. You're just updating a website on sports information. It takes you two hours a day. You're making $200,000 a year. You know, No product delivered. Just in, well, That would be an example. So we've got going from things that are very structured to things that are very unstructured. What you're describing here is about halfway in between. It's not a real entrepreneurial opportunity. It's more like a franchise. So like a Subway, you know, if you say, well, I want to have my own little sandwich shop. Well, if you go out here and just put up your sign, you know, Dan's Sandwich Shop, you got your work cut out for you. But if you, if it has a Subway there, you're going to have business the very first day because they're going to show you exactly what to do. Now, that means you're going to do exactly what they say to do. So again, it doesn't fit really an entrepreneur, but if you want a proven track to run on, want to be part of a team, want to be part of a, the biggest company in the world with very proven track record, yeah, there's a lot of good reasons for doing this. It makes a lot of sense. Incidentally, now 
um, you didn't clarify exactly where your friend is from, but they have a real commitment to a diversity to allow people who are not native entrepreneurs here and maybe of other ethnicity or other uh, from other countries. They have a ten thousand uh, dollar grant available for qualified candidates, so you may not even have to put out any money to get this opportunity. So I think it's a great opportunity. I really is. And again, you can check it out. If you're listening, you're interested, just, you know, Amazon delivery service partner program. It's, they call it the DSP program, delivery service partner. Um, And you, you might talk to somebody who makes a delivery at your house, say, Hey, are you a delivery service partner? The deal is there are people who sign up for this program and then they have 10 trucks so they're overseeing those 10 trucks. I mean, those that's the way that you really leverage income in this, not just by having your one truck and doing your one work, but by then expanding your fleet of trucks that you have and then just hiring people to do the work where you're managing the business within a business like that. And that's the same way people who have Subway or Papa John's, there's not many people who got wealthy having just one, one store the guys who really rocked and roll. And I know some of them like with Papa John's, my gosh, the guy's a millionaire and, but he has like 20 of them. So this is an opportunity to get your foot in the door, but it's a great business opportunity. I mean, I really, I, I commend you on checking it out and I think it's worth, worth checking out. Certainly something that uh, makes a lot of sense. If the business model fits you now, there again, it would not fit me. I'd cringe at the re- requirements, the constraints, having to show up particular times and blah, blah, blah. You know, it wouldn't fit me. But if your friend is uh, you know, somebody where this business model fits, where he's not really wanting to be an entrepreneur, he's not really wanting to just have a traditional job, this could be a really good opportunity with very little upfront capital. We talk about franchises. I mean, a lot of franchises cost, you know, four or $500,000 to get started. Here you got one with $10,000 to be in the game. So see if you qualify. And if you do, well, that'd be awesome. Hey, next week I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking more about the things that hold us back. I've got some really great questions that have come in with more obstacles there about just mindsets that hold us back. So make sure you swing around next week again for the podcast here. That you come around and jump in the game with us. As we unpack some more questions, I had to see which button I was going to hit today. I had to think, well, which one do I want to have? I haven't played this in a while. Stuck in a J-O-B. It's a good one to end with based on some of the questions we dealt with here today. So again, thanks for listening. Thanks for sending in your questions. Again, you can shoot those in to askdan at 48days.com. Thanks for being open to growing and being a powerful force for making the world a better place. You know, for being committed to doing work that matters for people who care. Wow, the opportunities that come with that. I mean, resources are going to flow in your direction if you're really doing work that matters for people who care. And thanks for believing without a shadow of a doubt that we can find or create work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable.